This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Ertaza. Today is February 28th, last day of February, because uh, it's a leap year, um, so there's no 29th. It's but, a uh, late podcast. It's a, yeah, we're, we're really late today. Uh, it's uh, almost fucking, what, 9.30 at night? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing a really late podcast today, you know? Sometimes schedules conflict, and uh, we gotta do what we gotta do. So, and we did, uh, and I'm here. sorry for your active listeners, probably just Carson. <laughs> yeah, for uh, for such a late, uh, late podcast. Uh, prob- no, we missed yesterday's, but oh, that was because oh, I was yeah. on me. Yeah, we did miss yesterday, but yeah, Mike never hit me up, motherfucker. Yeah, sorry. It's all, but it's all good, man. Um, so let's get, get right into it. Into it. Uh, Harper's uh, Harper signed. He signed with the Phillies. Uh, we debated in these last couple of podcasts, last few days, uh, where he might sign. The Dodgers were offering short term. Four years, they had huge annual annual value in their uh, contract report. Uh, Nightingale came out and said it, um, so that was where that was going with that. So we all knew he wanted long term deal. The Giants offered him actually eleven years, three twenty, and the only reason they didn't offer more is because of California tax, which would have made it that they had to offer more to match what the Phillies would end up getting. That basically would end up being the Phillies value because of the California state tax. So they would have to offer say like three fifty and get down to like three thirty area, which would be the same because the Phillies have less. State tax in Philadelphia, it's but three like percent. Yeah, think. something like that. As opposed to California, it's like almost ten percent or some shit like thirteen point three. There you go. So that's basically what it came down to. He wanted the money. My thing with Harper and the thing that surprised me the most is there's no opt outs in this deal. So he's stuck to Philadelphia for thirteen years. Now my, I'm gonna go down the first. I'll start with Harper. Uh, the pros and cons of for Harper. The pros are okay. You got your money. So you're set. You're getting paid for 13. You're getting paid 330. You're set. You're you're done. Doesn't matter what you do. Regardless, Bobby Bonilla can tell you he's been paid till 2035 by the uh, by yeah. the Mets still. Four years and, after and, this and contract. Four years after, and he'll still be getting paid. Like that's bananas. And he didn't play, hasn't played since early 2000s. So that's 30 plus years. Anyway, that's beside the point. But the pros, um, more pros. Uh, let's start with uh, the so the money. Uh, he's set. The only thing is, I would say on the con side is that. He doesn't have an opt-out. So if for some reason in the first three or four years they're not contending or they're not getting to the World Series and the Dodgers are still beating their ass for some reason or the Giants come back up or, or some other teams. MVP or MVP for a couple seasons. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the negative. Yeah. But um, but that's what I'm saying. He's but, not but, how he gets out of his work. But, but yeah, exactly. And if he feels like, oh, I could be making more money or you he's know whatever, fucked. then he's fucked. Then he's got he's, t- he's stuck there at that annual value, which is a bargain for the Phillies. And now he's basically forced to stay there. And if they're not winning World Series, then... He's basically doing well for nothing like he was with the Nationals. But um, but then there's also pros and cons for the Phillies. The pros are you got your guy locked up. He's in a good contract. The year's going to help you contend for the next few years and not really risk you, you know, screwing up your financial cap space area. But the con for the Phillies is if Bryce Harper for some reason gets hurt in the first couple of years, you're going to be stuck with an injury-plagued dude who's now going to be on your team for the next 11 years, and you have to either trade that contract, which oh, is going to be him out. enjoy that. A-Rod got, had to get traded. Um, Cano had to get traded. Like Those are deals that you look to as to things that didn't work out. But the thing, but difference between Cano and Harper is Cano was, I think, about 29, maybe 28, closer to 30 when he signed his deal. Harper's basically just turned 26, so he's still very much under 30. So... You know, that's not as much a big deal for that from that aspect, but he's still going to have to stay healthy for the Phillies to feel like they got the most out of this deal and probably put up at least, I would say, I was debating about this myself at work earlier and how I was going to discuss it, but basically I'd say in the case of the 13-year contract, probably about maybe four, five really good seasons. If he gets that, then they got their money's worth, but if he <laughs> ends up getting hurt after a year or two or ends up struggling and ends up hitting 220 with under 30 homers and like barely 80 RBIs and you basically just got screwed and you're screwing the pooch and you're not going you're not going to go anywhere and your pitching staff still needs work and you're probably going to avoid Keuchel now because you signed Harper so I just think they could have probably put it more in their pitching if they really wanted I, to contend but mm-hmm. I mean, Harper's nice he's a nice player and he'll get asses in the seats so now this is my take on it yeah, Mike, what's your two cents? I think Harper does not believe in himself long term. This is the only way he took this contract. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. I this is why I, I think no, I'm just saying. No, yeah. I think I my take is because if you how can if you believe in yourself, you would never take a contract like this. No, you would have he's opt not, outs. He's getting tw- well, really he's he's only getting I know cuz they're giving 20 million up front and then they're giving 10 million salary this season and then it's about 26 for the next 7 and then it goes to 22 for the last couple years. 
Um, I really think Phillies won out on this, and not because oh, definitely not, overall they did definitely, which makes zero sense to me why he would take this if they it was report now this report could be off. That the Phillies were offering him ten years, thirty three hundred million. Yeah, that was a why. That the, a deal. Yeah. Why would you you you're you're really you're only you think the last three seasons you're only worth ten million each, and I'm and that deal might have had an opt out at yeah. five years. So. Yeah. So I mean, how much more money is he really getting? I mean, it seems like I would say maybe that the Dodgers maybe had a really good chance of getting him on that short term deal, and then the Phillies, I think, probably went up that money that they had to go to, but and at that's why he ended years, up there. Because if it was to Ten years, without a doubt, I think he's Machado's a making five more million a year for the next ten years, and he's gonna come up short thirty mil. But he has an opt out in five years. Let's say he blows up and he he has this, you know, he comes out and he does better the next three seasons. He's able to opt out at, at the fifth season. He can come back and get a re up. Maybe at, by then it'll be at four hundred million for you know another ten years. I, I just think. I think this deal would make more sense if there was an opt-out at year five. I think then the, it would just look like fluff. Yeah, exactly. And especially if they up front put the money, then I think I think this deal would have been better. I don't think Harper – I think Harper took the wrong deal. I, mean, I think he should have took – look, Giants were offering around the same thing, but the big issue was the taxes in California. That was the overall uh-huh. difference. And I'll spend, also, if he buys a house here, in, it'll say Bay Area compared to Pennsylvania, not even the same. Yeah. So, I want to say, it, I don't know, I think his agent did a disservice just because he's getting this big contract. And I don't think he believes himself long term. How think, can you take a contract yeah. like this? I think without a doubt, Machado of those two guys signed the better deal. He yeah. Has, he has opt-outs. He's got to, after three and five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he has uh, the contracts de- deferred, uh, not deferred, but has uh, a lot of money up front. So he's going to get his money up front. And so if he struggles in three to four years, he can opt out and you can go try to get paid, you know, for a team that actually wants to win or a team that may be actually contending at that time. Or, you know, try to get a trade out maybe if he really p- performs well going into his opt out year, you know, because the Phil- the Padres got to know if they're not contending at that point, there's very well a chance he could opt out after the third year. So. I think without a doubt, Harper probably got the better deal. Well, or sorry, not Harper. Uh, Machado got the better deal. But at the end of the day, Harper is going to probably be in a better chance to win in the next few years than Manny Machado is. Now, money-wise, I look at it this way. Breaking down to that contract to a five-year contract. Um, the breakdown had, had that I saw today um, of Harper's contract I was breaking down to five years. It's $134 million. Machado in five years makes 150. Yep. Who wins? Who has the opt out? Machado wins with more money, and he has the opt out. And he so. has opt out. And at the end of the I day, mean, let's say Machado also has the security of being able to make more money at year what 31. Yep. Then and and then and you can re-upping. Back on- or if he if he doesn't, then he gets he gets stayed for five years. I yep. think at the end of the day. Harper's agent failed him, not getting an opt-out. And that's what happens when Scott Boris is your agent, and that's probably why baseball is going towards a lockout here in the next few seasons, and the next CBA is going to be uh, interesting, to say the least. But uh, we're going to move on from that topic. Mike, do you want to talk about the combine? Yeah, the combine. And um, really, the only thing we have right now is just measurements of quarterbacks and receivers, O-line, running backs. Um, So we'll see in the next day. We'll have more information. I'm excited, though. Because now I really the really big issue with me it was Kyle Murray was his size. Yeah, hold on. Before Mike goes anywhere, um, did, Mike, did I convert you to Kyle to the to the school you might of Kyle have. Murray? You might is have. Is that what's happening here, Carson? I, I was, converted another one. I it happened. See, the big difference here is I think if he heads up at five nine and in under two two hundred pounds, then I would be concerned. But he he's at he's at two what two oh six. And he's at 5'10 and one third or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and now I, I don't want to compare him exactly to Russell Wilson, but he's that. Russell Wilson played in college at 234 and he dropped down to 207. Yeah. Because he was also, um, they, they're also looking at him at receiver at the time. So he came in at quarterback and receiver and he did drop down weight. Right. So Russell Wilson, you know, he's very similar in the combine weight, but Russell Wilson plays at 230 in, in the NFL. Now, I think Kyle will put the weight on, and I think it'll be muscle weight. And 
I'm not as concerned. Now, I am concerned with his hand size a little bit. I knew, and I honestly, I, I did check his hand size, and I thought when I first saw it, I was like, Mike's going to cry about the, that. But at the end of the day, it's like, what, maybe two, three-eighths more? Like, at the end of the day, like, if we're really but dissecting that's, that's it, it's, my, it's not But that's my not difference huge. with Russell Wilson, though. Russell Wilson has massive hands. But Kyler Murray's aren't that much short, or aren't that much. Smaller. I think it's. I think it's. If I'm not mistaken, it was like literally. It was four not eight, four eighths of an inch. Yeah, I think like it, which is, in my opinion, I don't think that much. But I think that's my only concern. Other than that, I think, I think he might, and I'm sorry to say it, he might move into my number one quarterback, just with that. But the quarterback play was always there. With he's clapping, Chase is clapping. Uh. But his quarterback play was always there, but his size was my biggest issue. And and he is coming off of one season. Um, I just he has better tape than Haskins. He kind of has that elusiveness. Oh no 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 no! It's a whole it's a whole uh, it's a whole uh, other inch and a half. He's talking about Russell Wilson compared to Kyle Murray. It's a whole inch and a half difference. So yeah. that's my only concern. And then now there is a little bit of a difference. Then now I go look at Alex Smith and who has small hands, who went number one overall to the 49ers in 2005. But also I can bring back to um, Baker Mayfield's hands are only, Baker Mayfield's oh, hands are also small. Are also smaller. P- Patrick Mahomes has small hands. Um, Colin Kaepernick has small hands. So there's hands. a lot of reasons. There's a lot of quarterbacks, that. but if you look at them, they all have fumbling problems. So that's just a concern. It's not a real big concern. Really, with the quarterback size... I'm actually curious. How, and how it wasn't because Robinson I don't think... Are. Hold on a second. Keep going. I don't think... Well, Jimmy Garoppolo also doesn't have the biggest hands. I don't think... I don't think the problem is that he can't throw and get over the line. Because look, at the end of the day, you throw into lanes... When you're when you're a quarterback, you don't throw over players. You need to throw into lanes. I think my biggest concern is if he can take a hit. I like my comparison was was a better a, a better throwing Patrick White from the Miami Dolphins a few years back. I think he was drafted like in two thousand nine or hey, something so like I that. So I just looked it up. Uh, Michael Vick and Romo's hands were both under oh, yeah, Michael nine Vick, inches. Vi- Vick had a small hand, but he also had fumbling problems. He did, but but that dude fucking could sling. <laughs> Romo it also had fumbling problems. Not, I mean, <laughs> every there's a lot of quarterbacks with I big mean, hands or small. Romo lost his first playoff game because he fumbled the snap. All right, let's not go there. Mike. Come on now. I love you, let's but keep, let's keep it civil. Yes. Um. But uh. Yeah. I. I'll just put my last couple things on Kyler Murray and and all that. I basically think, look, he's he's got all the potential. He's got all the skills. He can run. He can throw. He can do it on the run. He can scramble. He can improvise. He's got everything you want in a quarterback. Like Mike said, the only thing I was worried about, and and I'm not really worried too much about Kyler Murray, definitely not off the field and most of the stuff he did on the uh, combine. But the only thing I would worry about, maybe if anything, is maybe the size of his hands. But at the end of the day, oh, if you're a good quarterback, as long as you can script the ball like good, you're going to be fine. And I feel like you know, there's a lot of ways you can do that now. One other so. thing is if things aren't going right with him, let's say a year in or two years in, like that conversation, unfortunately, we can't have with him. He says... He's he's all into football, but yeah. If he for some reason starts coming out and struggling and struggling, I can see him transitioning. And I think if he's struggling, then everyone's gonna get fired anyways. But yeah, I think that's why you take a chance on him because if he's not struggling, then you get you have potential to have a you know a really good athletic quarterback who can also pass. And I think he he's able to. That's the one difference with, with I look at running quarterbacks and he's not. He's elusive where Lamar Jackson is straight line speed. Kind right. of, where I think Lamar Jackson, he's a really great athlete, but doesn't have a good arm. And that's where Kyle Murray excels. So um, moving off from Kyle Murray, and um, yeah, my concern is just baseball. If But that's something that you have those conversations in, yeah. in the interviews, and, and you kind of figure that yeah. out fairly quickly. Exactly. Because I, I feel like he's an honest guy, and I don't know if he ever thought he'd be able to go into the NFL. You know, He knew he had one season left. He'd have to have like a Heisman can, candidate year to be able to even contend, and that's a, that's why I think he signed the, the A's deal, right. thinking that he was actually going to go. But things, you know, things changed. But moving off, um, I want to talk about his teammate, um, Hollywood Brown. I think he, he, okay, so let me put out the bad and I'll tell you the good after. And okay. go for it. He weighed in, he is 5'9, almost 5'10. He weighed in at 166. Now, 
that to me is a problem, but also not a problem. Um, I'm just very concerned injury-wise. Um, that's really small. What uh, what what's Tyreek Hill? Let me finish. This is I, I got, got like I, I tell got, you the good because I want to. I want to. The good thing is he can gain the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at a draft comparison, just size and weight. Deshaun Jackson is 5'10", 160. He came in in the, the combine 169. Mm-hmm. So it's only three pounds off. So it's good and bad because I think he could put more weight. I think he, he needs to get closer to 175 to 180 to play, in my opinion. I'm not sure if I'm... I think I think long-term, maybe... Because at the first couple years, maybe the first year, I think he may be a number three receiver. Uh-huh. Just basically, you know, situational... Um, maybe punt returner, which is also I'm scared to put in my punt returner. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the DeAnthony Thomas, um, he's exactly the same size, and that would probably be his floor, in my opinion, as a player. Okay. Um, but I think I I, th- I he doesn't scare me as much as as other players. Now, Chase, what do you what do you think about? Uh, I'm gonna look up Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's probably around the same, I would assume. Um, probably in the one one eighty though. Um, now another DK Metcalf. I think. Did you see his measurements today? He was his body weight is like one point three percent fat. He is like two. I think he said two twenty eight. Was it two twenty or two thirty eight? Who DK Metcalf? Uh, like two thirty eight. I think. I think it was two thirty eight. He's just a big guy. If he can, if he runs, Tyreek Hill was one eighty five. So that's see. That's bigger. That's way bigger. Um, that's at the combine. Yeah, so that's probably where where uh, he that's go. But uh, on top of his in on top of his injury and this, yeah. I think he could fall to the end of the second. Okay. Um, but going back to DK Metcalf, yeah. um, Chase had actually brought up a a question. Is this guy on pets? Um, I mean, it, he's just huge. Like, I mean, I didn't really watch him in college, so I'm not going to start throwing accusations out there. And I have nothing against the guy, and I'm. I'm just observing, literally just observing. Just the dude's huge and 1.6% body fat. Like he's he looks like I mean, a. There's guys that can do that, but God, man, like he I, looks I like know. a linebacker or defensive end. He I, doesn't look like a receiver. He doesn't look like I, like I said. I don't think he looked like that in college. But so I'm not now, if you look at Calvin Johnson, he kind of had. He's maybe as not as big, but Calvin Johnson's a lot taller than him. Yeah. Um, DK Metcalf. I think if he runs. In the low four fours or mid four fours, I think he he has potential to go top five. Wouldn't surprise me if the Jets or the Bucks or you know the you know a team like that takes him. Or the Raiders, the Raiders. So yeah, the Raiders. So it wouldn't surprise me. Um, now uh, Hakeem Butler, um, his weight, his weight, his height, his size, his hand size—they're all perfect for a receiver. I think he's the one that's going to have the biggest jump. I think he might actually go ahead and kill Harry because I don't think that kill Harry is going to run good. I think he's going to fall in the rankings, and I think he'll actually fall to the second. Um, but I think Hakeem Butler has a great chance right now to climb. Uh, I, think, I think he has potential to be the first quarter or first, first receiver. First receiver taken. Mm-hmm. I mean, him or Metcalf, it's gonna, I think it's going to be one of the two. It's going to be interesting who, who goes first, but I – it's tough for me to actually. I, I think Metcalf is going to be the first receiver. I think he can go in the top five, or I think Butler goes in the top 20, mm-hmm. potentially 25. Yeah. So I think, again, the Raiders actually at 24 would be a good spot for him. Um, uh, now, moving on, there really wasn't anything crazy. I think there was a, a running back that had 35 um uh reps. Reps. Yeah, yeah, Bryce Love. Bryce no, was it Bryce Love? Uh, no, no, it wasn't had, Bryce he had, Love. He had 18. Okay, so it was Alex Barnes from Kansas State. He had 35 35 reps at 225 on the bench. Wow, that's that's pretty big. Um so Chase, um I think now moving on to some exciting news. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, He's having a baby. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm totally happy. Yeah. It's Jason Witten. Yeah, Jason Witten uh, is coming back. RJ Ochoa talked about it earlier on his Ochoa Live. Um, it, it's a really good thing for the Cowboys. Um, Michael probably disagrees with me a lot here, and I'm, I'm just going to go on a little 
I'm not gonna say a Homer rant, but I'm gonna go on a little. I'll let go for it. Homer I'm, out. I'm, I'm Homer I'm out. Go a little. This a is little time. Bit crazy. We're in the off season. We're time to dream. I'm 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 gonna say a few things that are probably a little bold. Some people may disagree with, but uh, but we're gonna go for it. So Homer alert. Homer alert. Yeah, you got to put that. That's got to be my uh, whenever I do this, like a Homer. You mean segment, every yeah. segment that Homer we do? And anytime we talk Dodgers, Lakers, hey, or, I, or Cowboys. Hey, I try to be. Un- I've been trying to be more unbiased. All right, <laughs> lay, lay off me. Alright, um, so first off from the aspect of Jason Witten retiring, first off, now the Cowboys have a tight end. They're set next year at tight end, they don't need to draft tight end anymore, that's done. Maybe add a free agent tight end on the cheap, like someone who's like, maybe coming out of the injury. Who gets cut though? You oh, can't keep four. Rico, Rico Gather is gone. Oh, is he? And Jeff Swim's a free agent, so he got Jarwin and Schultz uh, right now. Okay, okay. So that would be a third, he'd be a third one. So he basically would mentor <laughs> Jarwin and Schultz, which would be perfect, because no. I think those are the future. So... Basically, that allows him to come in, and now he can basically coach. And then there's there's rumors that he wants to co- coach afterwards, maybe. And I'm like I said, here's one of the bold things I'm going to put out there: Jason Garrett doesn't do well. Maybe the Cowboys make the playoffs and don't do what they should do. Maybe they do what they did last year and make the f- playoffs and uh, first round exit or whatever the case may be. Then maybe you know what? Maybe Jason Garrett gets fired, and maybe Jason Witten replaces him. One Jason head for coach? another. Yeah, I oh just said God. it right here, right now. Because look. Jason Witten it has all the respect in the world of Jason Garrett. Jason Witten and Jason Garrett are like if you if you remember um, when Witten retired, his press conference he was talking about the Y route, which RJ Ochoa referenced in the Ocho Live. I'm gonna give credit where it's due. That's where I heard this. But he um, he re- talked about the Y option and uh, how his how his go to route, how it was his best route he ran, and he, and Jason Garrett almost came to tears when he was talking about it and and all the big moments he had, like the fourth and six and against the Lions, the big catch. That he just juked the guy, just took one side step, and like he wasn't fast anymore, but he just he hit it right because he knows he can move like a guy that shouldn't move like that, but he 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 has he has white boy moves. Like he's like he's he's nifty. He's he's a pro. And that's why Jason Witten is, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame tight end. He's probably gonna go down as one of the top three tight ends of all time. I mean, the dude's just like the only thing he's missing literally is a Super Bowl. And I think that's why he wants to come back because he knows that this Cowboys team has a very, very, very big window for the next two to three years to win a Super Bowl. This defense is getting better. Chris Richard is amazing. He's probably going to end up being the defensive coordinator after Melanie leaves uh, after this year or the year after. Well, he's probably going to get gonna, head coach at the... At well, I, well I, I mean, he didn't get a head coaching job this year. I'm thinking the Cowboys will probably put him at defensive coordinator. If not... Or, right, you just hire him as head coach? I mean, Chris, I, I, we're not going to talk about head coaching candidates right now. We're talking about Jason Witten, okay? Okay, okay, go So Chris Broussard, who can be a, probably going to be at the Cowboys for a while, whether it's, we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> that later. But then on top of that, you have the offense. Now you got Amari Cooper. That's something Jason Witten didn't have last time he was with the Cowboys. He's got Gallup. you got um, a couple better tight ends that you can use in the block and in the slot. So Hey, man, bring, th- th- why don't you bring down back I mean, Des, too? I, I, there was talk, Dark Marcus Ware came out and said, "Oh, maybe Marcus, should, DeMar- Demarcus Ware is going to yeah. come back." Maybe say he might come back. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Tony Dorsett and yeah, uh, Troy right. Aikman right, come right. back too. Anyway, so Mike's going here and like shitting on me now. But so back to what I said. So Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. So he's got that. Um, Travis Frederick's going to be back for a full year, so the offensive line is going to be fully healthy. Zeke's going to be ready to go. Zach's going to be ready to go. Byron Jones is a lockdown corner now. Um, there's just so many things going right for the Cowboys right now that and they it's, still have free agency and, and, get, and they still you, have the draft. You snag an Earl Thomas and you get a couple a defensive tackle or defensive and a free guard. agency and maybe a next guard. Like the Cowboys are basically set and they're going to be set to really make a a move next year. And like I said, the Cowboys have the potential to win the Super Bowl next year. They really do. But this this has got to be one of many moves that that's got to be made. So now now. Look, I'm. I think it's great for the Cowboys that he's back, but I think we need to see how, you know, he he's kind of kind of look like Antonio Gates at this point, where he's just reliable in certain situations. But that's all. That that the thing is, like they have Jarwin and Schultz for the big, like yeah, we're, we're, I understand. We'll you down. guys have talent there, and Jason's there big, really to help the other tight ends and help. But the he'll offense also be there be for a big play when you need it. The the leadership aspect, yeah. He's that, I he was that security blanket a lot in his in his big 2016. Yeah, and honestly, that's kind of why I'm more excited because I think we're gonna get more 2016 Dak now with Amari and you get Jason Witten back with his security blanket. Like that's just gonna matter so much. And I you know it would be awesome. Like, there's so much potential. Why here. can't why does, you know 
the Cowboys should call the Steelers off for their second-round pick and just get Antonio Brown. Why just throw it out there? Make a big move. I, I, w- I would love it. I think I think they're gonna they can do something like do, that. Get look, Earl Thomas. The way I see it is, look at how the Rams and they did lose the Super Bowl, but look, they got to the Super Bowl and they went all out and they they traded for you know players to win now, and it's gonna hurt them long term. They're gonna and look, it sounds and it does sound a lot like from J- Stephen Jones' comments last few days. It really sounds like they're gonna why, go for it. Why don't they just call Steelers offer their second round pick? I mean, I'm not go saying, get Antonio I, Brown for I, get him for two seasons. It would not surprise me at all. I, I do I would not think that's a bad at option this at point. All. At this point, I think you need to win. You got the window to win with Dak now before he gets his contract. Yeah, in the next year. I think yeah. you have the defense. And who, long, who, who knows how long this defense will be able to sustain, you know, maybe another two seasons they'll sustain because, then, you know, things you have to pay them and see who actually stays. I think you go out there, you make your window now. Yeah. And you go out. Look, if the shit blows up, you fire everybody and you start over. That's what I'm saying. This could be the year to go for it. And if it doesn't work, Jason Garrett's gone and you hire Chris Richard, Jason Witten, whoever you want as your head coach and... Then you have another year or two before you have to really start paying players to maybe make a run from there, and then I think at this chance. point, just sign, just franchise D Law. We'll see what if this contract comes out in the next few days. I'm assuming if it comes out, it'll come out within this next week if he gets it a long term deal. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna make a prediction. I think it'll be by this time next week he will be he'll at be the end of the week he'll si- he'll be by next Friday he'll be he'll he'll be a, a yep. six year 130 million dollar man. Yeah, he's gonna be a rich man. He's gonna be a very very with rich man. Uh, almost ninety million guaranteed. Probably, probably a lot, around he's gonna be a lot of guaranteed. He money. he he deserves Mac money. I think at this point. No, yeah, without a doubt. If not Khalil Mack, right between Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. Well, I think they're, they're like off by this. Like, yeah, very, but like I said, right in that tier. Yeah, definitely. I think he he's gonna get twenty three million a year. Not, to, but going back on Jason Winton, I think. I mean, if he's coming back, I think you have to because you have the leadership aspect, and yeah. I think if you bring Antonio Brown. I think I think he's not scared to put him in his place. So. No, yeah, and Jason Witten will help in that aspect too. So you're not going to see guys like um, I think that, who was it last year that got in a little spat? Uh, not Terrence Williams with the other receiver, not Gallup. Uh, Cole Beasley. Was it Beasley? I don't was know, it the online not. spat? Were you talking about the Cowboys? No, no, no. It was on the field. He got into oh. it with Rashard or something. I, I know I could be totally know. out base with that, but um, I know there's been a couple instances where on the sideline, and maybe it was a Des moment. I don't know. I could be blurring timelines and stuff but at the end of the day i think witten will help like i said you won't have your prima donnas you won't have your like he'll be able to manage that and keep that in check he'll be able to be a coach to them so that's going to help a lot from that aspect and then you got to remember he's jason witten he's probably going to be the most respected dude in that locker room with oh, yeah. without a question like more than sean lee like sean oh, lee sean, was, when's sean lee getting cut are they gonna really no keep him? oh we're not gonna we're not going to go into that right now. Do you really want to go into that right now? I think Sean Lee's going to be with the be with the Cowboys on a pay gonna, cut, and he's going to oh, be a rotational player. If he's a player. pay cut, then he stays. I think he's going to be a rotational player like he was last year, but it's going to be better this year because they're going to be more schemed for it, and they're more prepared to you know put it into the game plan. So it'll, it'll be I know, better I feel like, in the full offseason. But back on Jason Wynn. But back on Jason Wynn, uh, like I said, mo- the oh, most— Of course, Jason Wynn was always just more respected than anyone for the past since Tony Romo. And I'm going to keep going back to it. Like 2016, when Dak's first year, Like I, I think without a doubt, if Jason Witten is not— a tight end. If he had retired, say the year before, prior, if da- if he does not have D- Jason Witten that year, he may not have done what he did. I, I think will Jason say, Jason Witten was huge. To I that. think, thank God, he's off of ESPN Monday night. He was the worst. Yeah, I know he wasn't great. I'm so happy he's as off. I can as, unmute my TV. As good as Jason or Jason Witten, as good as Tony Romo is at what he's doing right now, Jason Witten was probably the the, polar the worst. Yeah, he was not very good. But now, I, I now who do you think is gonna replace him? You know what? Someone brought up the other day that said maybe Romo should call and tell him make me a grant Godfather offer and he might take it. I oh, mean, uh, we'll see what type of contract he might not be able to have. Like you know, he might. It just depends on what he's signed. Uh, who has the Super Bowl next year? Fox or, or I don't a, know. Because it, it wasn't was C- CBS. CBS, CBS just had it. Yeah, I was gonna say. So maybe if ESPN or ABC that that whatever. Well, has it's Super not ESPN. Bowl, I mean, not it'd be ESPN and ABC are partners it, though. Oh yeah, you're right. So maybe if he signs there, yeah. then maybe there's a chance. Nah, well, the they're, they're actually to get the same company. Well, um, yeah, but anyway. Uh, but I think, th- thank goodness, man. Um, I think it's it could be Kurt Warner. Um, I Kurt saw Warner somebody was one. saying white, like what would it take Peyton Manning? And I think I think he's you would have to pay him like twenty to twenty five million. I don't think they're gonna pay him that. Um, I th- I think John Gruden was almost ten million at ESPN. Um, I believe Jason Witten was only at five. 
I don't think ESPN is gonna go out there and pay him, you know, twenty million, um, you know, a year. Right. But I think I really hope it's a quarterback, and I, you know, um, Dan Orlasky mm-hmm. from NFL Network. I, I know he's on NFL Network, but I would love to because he he breaks things down so well. I would love for him to be able to be uh, a color commentary. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see on that aspect. I'm sure things will be moving quickly and who replaces him. Yeah, uh, don't be surprised. It's Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt that Warner, would be my big. Kurt Warner would be a good one. I I can't really think of a good one off the top of my head. I didn't really come prepared for 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 that kind of a topic, but uh, but I think whoever obviously replaces him will um definitely be getting a really good job and a job that can really uh excel and make him excel in uh in the whole announcing. Business. So yeah, uh, we missed some information yesterday uh, as well. I want to point out that Richard Sherman has been recruiting Earl Thomas, and he had talked to Earl Thomas. And from the information that he said is that he'll sign with the Cowboys unless someone offers him more more than the Cowboys. So really, if it's the equal deal, then he'll go, he'll be a Cowboy if the Cowboys are going after so him. So he's going to be a Cowboy. But if if a team's offering him more than the Cowboys, then like I said, there will probably be a couple teams that will probably that's over, his, not maybe not overpay. That would be the only reason more. why he goes to another team. Uh, more guaranteed, more yearly. It like if he ends up with like it wouldn't surprise me if the Niners offered him like fifteen a year for four years, which I think would be retarded. <laughs> I mean, it, but it you does. get him. But and especially when we run the same defense as Seattle, um, that that high safety is very important in in our scheme. I'm gonna make another one of my bolt, uh, Homer predictions. I think Earl Th- I think Earl Thomas signs with the Cowboys. Probably. Right? I, I think a- I think it's be- it's literally the most set in stone thing. Like that you can like, if there's ever been a free agent that the Cowboys were gonna sign and it was almost a guarantee and it was like this guy's just meant to be there, it's Earl Thomas. I don't think it's the gonna Chris be- Richard connection. The um, he's got a uh, one of the tight ends coaches uh, used to coach him at Texas. Like he's Texas. I think yeah, I, Texas. I think, I think Ness, was Nesmeyer. Maybe not Nesmeyer. It might have been a one of the other. I know there's another connection on that coaching staff. So he would have all that and. Like I said, it'll be close to Austin. He's close to Dallas. It's not, you know, super close, but it's you know, two hours. It's like an hour or two. It's you know, he can get a private I mean, jet he anywhere. Can, there. He can just he can just use Jerry yeah, Jones. Exactly. So I mean, he'll he'll get all the benefits. So I mean, at the end of the day, like it makes the most. That sense. might be an actual selling point. But the ni- but the Niners at the end of the day will have as good a shot, and there are a lot of other teams that are going to offer him, you know, big money and probably three um, plus years. So. so- Trey Wayne's the corner from the Vikings on the trade block. He is on a fifth-year option. Justin Houston is as well. Justin Houston. Now, I've seen people think they speculate he's going to get second-round pick. No way. This dude, he has a big-ass contract. He's yep. going to come in for a late-round pick, fifth or sixth. He's like a, he's oh, no, a oh, basically no. going to trade. Third, third, I think a third or a No, I don't I think. think th- he I think has a, some team will offer a third He has a, a $21 million dollar cap hit. I, I, some some Tefers team, like the Rams or someone, would probably I don't know. offer it. I think it would be stupid. Because I think you can go get Robert Quinn I mean, for cheaper from I mean, the Dolphins. I mean, the Ram, and the Rams would you could use that because he used to play for them, so that would be... Well, it know, would surprise me because they're going to cut him. I think it would surprise no, the me Dolphins, if he came yeah, back exactly. to the Rams. No, it but, surprise me, but back that, to but Houston, he is a 3-4 outside linebacker. Um, he has not been healthy the past two seasons. On top of that, he's on the wrong side of 30. So it just... I don't think there's much off, off much there. I really think it's going to be a fifth or sixth round pick. I don't think it's going to be much. Trey Waynes is, I think, he's a good number two and probably like an intermittent or intermittent, like, sorry, intermediate, intermediate like, there you go. number one corner. I think you're getting a good number two. Um, he wouldn't be a bad number one option on man coverage. Now... I'm interested to see what he's offered. He's young, but he you have to. He's on his fifth year con his fifth year of his contract. Um, so he has a big cap hit. What's like ten mil? Um, and then you have to resign him. So we'll see what what happens there. Um, what the Vikings do. Um, I'm excited, man. I the would... combine started. It's like tomorrow. I think's the first. No, Saturday's the first day. I I'm, the, I'm I'm excited for free agencies. Where free I get, agency. Free agency yes. is where I get my kicks. Free... Uh, don't get me wrong. Mike Mike loves the combine. Mike's a big. I love free guy. agency too. But but free agency like trades are the awesome, the best thing. Like too. I'm not gonna lie. Like there's not t- like 
Baseball free agency the last few years has been decent. At for least basketball is always fun. I mean, basketball is always fun. There's too. always stupid ass trades. But football, just something about it, dude. It's just the free agency period it's is exciting, it's man. Exciting. It's, I like to see the wild. fake numbers though. All that, all that fluff, just to, until we see the actual guarantees of yeah. the contract. Yeah, all the they, what they want and then what they actually settle. They out. actually get. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, what's gonna happen with your boy, D Law? Um, where's old Thomas going? Flowers? Are these guys? You know? Should we do? Should we make our predictions like right now, or should if we? If you want, go or, for it. Or if you want, we can. Make let it. let me. Uh, let's do our predictions for. Prostitution. Free, free, free agency. So, those hookers down the street, how do you like them? Uh, I, I mean, I don't have a comment. Nah, just kidding. This is actually men. Okay. But we're, in the NFL. We're talking about men being But no, we're not talking about prostitution. This is just because this is a, the Robert Kraft segment. Yeah, it's the Robert Kraft segment. It's a serious segment. Um, where we talk about rating prostitutes in the, in the podcast. Just kidding. Um, no, we're gonna say where free agents go in the NFL draft, starting with Demarcus Lawrence. All right. Well, obviously, you already said it. I don't have to say I mean, it. He's gonna be a cowboy. He's he's gonna be locked up by next week. I think so I think uh, he's gonna be a cowboy next season. I don't sure if it's gonna be a you know long term contract extension or a franchise tag. I don't think you can allow him to leave. He's a he's the number one rated free agent until he's yeah. nineteen. You yeah. don't let yeah. a pass rusher leave. No, he's not going anywhere. Jadavian Clowney, now... I think he'll get franchise tag. Um, yeah, he'll probably get franchise tag, but I don't think Houston Texans are going to keep him. Um, oh, no. He, he, he might I be think, gone after next year. I think they they may look into trading him. Yeah, they could. Just, if you can get a first and maybe a second out of him, you probably you probably can't get what Mac, but you could probably get fairly close. They're from the same draft. You'd probably get a second and maybe a future first No, you... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I think if I was the Packers... Why wouldn't you? Maybe you can try pushing off, um, you know, one of your firsts because they have two. The Browns might, con- might and in a future second, Brown- you know. Browns might be a. The Browns also, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I feel like the Packers they need an. I mean, yeah, that's an a team. Rusher. That's a team that, yeah. and they have two first round picks, so yeah. maybe they can package a, a first this year and a, or maybe you know two two firsts for maybe and they'll get back the Texans second. Yeah. And yeah, so like could work, yeah. Um, I don't think Clowney. Look, he's injury concern. He really doesn't have the stats like Lawrence or or uh, Mac or even Aaron Donald, but a different position. Um, I think I think he probably needs a fresh start on a big ass contract with another team. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, moving on to Levon Bell. Now this is gonna be a fun one because. Um, he can go a lot of different places. Where do you think? Honestly, uh, I've been tossing up in my head the last few days between the Raiders and the Colts. Um, to me, those are the two teams that seem to be the best fit. The Raiders will probably offer him the most money. The Colts will probably be the best. I mean, they can still offer him a, a lot of money, but they're probably more likely to spend a little less than the Raiders may be willing to spend. But at the end of the day, he's going to have his pick between two good destinations. And I think in the end of the day, he'll probably pick the Raiders. Um, that's probably where he'll end up going because... I think they'll offer him the most money, and he wants to get paid. And he's gonna. And if they offer him twenty five, thirty million, which I know is a lot, but like some, most teams are gonna offer he'll him get, from eighteen he'll probably, to twenty. I think it'll be eighteen to twenty yeah, out of the day. But, but then some teams gonna offer him like probably like the Raiders could offer him like twenty three, twenty four. Well, that, I think the, the Colts, the Colts have like a hundred and something million. Yeah, no, but, like I said, it's, it depends on who wants to pony up because I think he'll end up going to the highest. Player. I really think you. I think you know. What, what, uh, the Ravens would be an amazing team. I, the Ravens, the Jets, uh, the Bucks, um, maybe the Texans cut Lamar Miller and go after Bell. Yeah. Um, the Raiders. Um, so I'm gonna. Ha- I have to pick one team. I'm gonna go with the Jets. Um, that that that, that those three right there. Are the yeah. Teams I, I, I was think debating all day. the Jets also have a lot of money. They have a young quarterback. Um, there's not any good receivers unless you trade for Antonio Bell or, or Odell. Um, so you got to get Sam some weapons. Why don't you go and get yourself LeVon Bell? Get yourself a Trade out of three. Go to six or seven. Take DK Metcalf. Um, you bring uh, a, gr- a great running back in. Um, you bring the best re- receiver in this draft. And a budding quarterback. Um, you have a rookie, a second-year quarterback, mm-hmm. um, and you probably look into, you know, drafting um, maybe j- j- somehow 
Um, they'll probably get with the what if it's the Giants, they're second, and they might be able to get a tackle there. Right. Um, I think you go in on offense. I think you provide you put a lot of you know into trading up for Sam Darnold. The only way he's going to be successful is he has talent around him. Right. So uh, moving on to D Ford um, from Chiefs. Uh, D Ford. Well, he is. I mean, I think he gets franchised. I, I think I, I th- that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, they're gonna probably trade Justin Houston, so you're probably gonna want to keep him. You got to keep one, and you got to keep one of them. So, and I think I, he this kind of like a Demarcus me, Lawrence. This is exactly it. Um, DeMar- he had a huge season. He's never had that before. Um, I and think they're not you, ready to give him the money. You wait a year, and if he does it again, and he does it again, you, you give him the money. money, and it's the same situation as tomorrow. <laughs> or you trade his ass away. Yep. Or that happens. <laughs> yeah. So you basically um, a win-win. This is another ho- Homer alert. Homer alert. Earl yeah. Thomas. Where's he going? He's gonna be a cowboy. He'll be a he'll be a Dallas Cowboy for at least three years, probably close to twenty twenty five million. I'm gonna guess that. The 49ers offer the biggest money, and again, can, I told you, I told you, I told if, you, this is the takes, homer alert. Yeah, it is. I'm a hoping he goes to the 49ers, but my heart tells me, or I guess my heart tells me that the Niners, but my brain tells me the Cowboys. See that? Um, see that's where this works for me. I, it's a homer alert, but I mean, a lot of people think the same. Thing I think I the, do, so. I mean, they've been flirting for what two years now. Yeah, like you don't. They, literally, they are going. Right there they're literally taking. like, it's like they're going to the hotel with the prostitute, but they never go through with it. Yeah. And, so, or at least they flirting around. They, they, the prostitute has like a really, really a uh, pimp that's like really trying to make sure. And Robert he gets the most for his client. So. And yeah, Robert, and it's all. It's Robert Kraft is coming in with the tips, but. You're like, I can offer the same money. This has gone off the rails. <laughs> this has gone off the but rails. But I think he's going to be a cowboy. Um, if the Cowboys match any offer, any team offers, he's I a cowboy. I think as long as they offer him anywhere from three to four years, he'll, he'll be a cowboy. If that's what I don't, I also, they don't offer him a one-year with like an option or like a two-year option, as long as they give him three guaranteed years with an option for a fourth year, I think he'll be a Dallas Cowboy. As long as the money isn't too far off and the, no team... If, if At the end of the day, if he wants to go for the money, he'll go for the money. But if he wants to be a cowboy, like Richard Sherman said, if the money's right about the same, he's going to be a cowboy. Okay, so moving on, Nick Foles. The Philadelphia Eagles announced they will not tag him after he declined his player's option. That's the right thing to do. Um, yeah, just let him go. You're The reason why you opted to, to, to keep his... You know, him is because you can get compensation. You knew he was going to opt out. Yeah. Um, I think the Jaguars are, are the team to go there. I think um, he has an offensive coordinator that he's worked with as his quarterback coach when he won the Super Bowl. Um, so I think they go and they need to get rid of Bortles' contract. Um, they're going to have to do something. I know they just re- restructured uh, Darius, mm-hmm. their defensive tackle, so cleared up some money. I think they are almost out of the red, so I think they just need to offer a third-round pick to a team like the Colts to take Bortles' contract. No, maybe not the Colts is a bad example because they're on the same division, but like or the Jets or somebody, the Raiders, mm-hmm. who want who are looking for picks, take the money. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of how the Brock Osweiler was traded from the Texans to the Browns for a second-round pick. I think you have to do the same thing to get Bortles' contract off. Oh yeah. Um. So. Nick Foles, yeah. Jax, what do you think? Um, I got two things on this. Uh, I do have a, a more of like maybe where I'd maybe like to see Nick Foles as opposed to where he probably will go. Where I'd like to see Nick Foles go, you know what? Maybe the Redskins. The Redskins are going to need a quarterback. Alex Smith is probably not going to play at all this year. I mean, what quarterback do they have right now? Like, who are you going to draft? Like, they're very much an option. I think. Um, but but, the but, only but problem like with Mike that, said, I think at the end of the day, he'll be a If, if he doesn't become, let's say the Reds could sign him. They're paying Alex Smith 25 mil. What the fuck do you give no, Nick Foles? And no, and that makes sense. And at that point, you would probably have to think about maybe it's seeing Probably a Smith. Kyle Murray yeah. try to trade up yeah, or exactly. Haskins. And if that, you know, if, if Nick Foles goes and signs with the Jaguars, which where I think he'll sign. I think he. I think the Jags just make the most sense. I mean, literally, you get a quarterback in there that's at least decently competent. They got a great defense. They got a great offense. Like get great receivers. Um, who's that? Not Marquise Lee, but the other guy. Um, I can't think. But of his name. Move- he had a huge breakout year this last year. But I mean, they got they got weapons. Case Keenum. No, it was a receiver for the Jaguars. Uh, uh, he Lee? had a couple crazy catches. Not Marquise um, Lee. It's another one. But moving on. 
Landon Collins, safety from the Giants. I think this is a tough one. Um, wouldn't surprise me. You know, he'd fit very well with, man, it's tough. I like to see the Packers, but I don't think the Packers go out and give them money. Um, I think the, you know, if the Chiefs can come up with the money, bring in a, a better, you know, a better option that pair up with Barry, um, or, you know, the Bucks. They have a terrible secondary. They have money. Um, they like to overspend for Giants players. Mm-hmm. So I think the the Bucks would be my option. Um, I got again. I have a couple, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, he will probably sign somewhere that will give him the most money. There's gonna be the Raiders. You know, they're gonna obviously look to spend money. The Bucks, like you said, could be a team to spend money. But if the Cowboys don't end up working it with Earl Thomas, I could possibly see him throwing money at Landon Collins too. I mean, I think they'll end up with one of them. But at the end of the day, I think um, Earl Thomas will be a Cowboys, so by default, I think Landon Collins will go elsewhere. Probably the Bucks. and if I had to lean... The good thing is, though, prob- Collins I, doesn't play the same position Honestly, you know what? As, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a team. I, I think the Colts. I think the Colts would be a good, a good squad. They, they need another guy on that For Melly Cooker? And that offense is sick, so, you know, I mean, um, it would, it would behoove them to at least look at that. Anthony Barr, uh, linebacker for the Vikings, man, he's a tough one. I don't want to pay him big money, really. He's basically, you know, great in coverage, doesn't get to the quarterback. Uh, might be because of his scheme, um, but I'm going to say the Bengals, man. They need some They need some linebacker help. Um, Fontes Burfick's out for a while. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they have nothing, and it wouldn't surprise me if they go out and draft White from LSU, uh, inside linebacker, top linebacker of the draft, and this is a very weak draft. Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis, uh, sorry, Anthony Barr, Bengals. Yeah. Um... I mean, the Bengals are a good choice. I like that. Um, I will say there maybe is a couple other teams. Maybe um, let's throw a team out there. Let's a team that needs linebacker. I mean, like you said, it's it's tough to think of one right now. Um, a nine, Niners I, off be the a... top of my head, I can think of maybe. I mean, again, the Colts. I mean, the Colts are gonna have a lot of money to spend. So they're gonna have they're gonna they're gonna be put in another all different types of things. put another uh, player opposite their rookie of the yeah, year. Yeah, rookie of the year. Exactly what I was thinking. Um, I was thinking for the Bears for a second, but I think they don't have the money. Roquan <laughs> Smith and Cleo Mack, they're basically set there. I will uh, say, I think Anthony Barr gets a one year deal, though. I don't think yeah, it's a oh, no, he'll, deal. he'll definitely get a one or two year deal. He ain't getting much more than that. He's had too many injuries in the last few years, and he just hasn't been the same player. Uh, moving on, C.J. Mosley, I think. I think the Niners, man, they need another uh, another linebacker outside of you know they cut Foster. Uh, Warner is you can move him to Will. He was playing the mic. I think Mosley would be a great mic. Um, I think I think the Niners go out and give him thirteen million a year for. I let I look. I don't think I don't think we get Earl Thomas. I don't think we you know sign a big time. You know, haha wouldn't be a bad option. I think you got to put some money on the defense. Um, I think C.J. Mosley. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a couple options just based off where I think he would excel and maybe where he might be good and where he would the scheme or whatever would fit well, or at least in my mind, um, more than maybe who might, has the money and who's thinking about what they're signing. Um, first thing I'll say is maybe the Falcons. The Falcons could use, uh, I mean, that defense is, I mean, it just isn't the same since that team that won the Super or not won the Super Bowl, went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Patriots. They've been hit with injuries. Um, they've had a few guys um, get hurt and a couple free agents not work out. So, I mean, Mosley could be an option for them. But uh, the other team, and I'm gonna keep, I'm probably going to go to them a few times, uh, the Colts. I mean, the Colts are basically going to have, Le'Veon Bell should be their top priority because you need a running back. But their defense, you get a couple more guys in there. You get a C.J. Mosley or a Landon Collins or um, a Tyron Matthew. We could talk about Tyron Matthew or Sheldon Richardson, one of those guys. I mean, there's just there's a lot of options out there for them that they can consider. They're going to have their hands in a lot because the Colts have a lot of money. And them and the Raiders are probably going to be uh, – oh, the Raiders are another team I think Mosley could go to. I mean, just based off the fact that, you know, they're going to need – they just traded a linebacker. They're, they're going to go need to get another one. So, I mean, he's out there. Uh, moving on to t- to uh, Ndamukin Sue, I think he resigns with the Rams. I think, I think he so gives uh, one year eight million. I know he signed for I think it was like fourteen last year. I but think he stays. Yeah, I think he goes lower, and I think he tries. They try to repeat. Um, he didn't play very well at the end of the season, but when he got into the playoffs, it was completely different. 
Um, I think you got. I think their number one priority on defense is probably to keep Sue, and I don't think you sign him long term. I think he just signs one more year. No, I I, I agree. I think not McGinn Sue signs with the Rams. I, I I don't think there's too many other teams. I don't I don't see. I'm sure there's teams that I would mean, take him, I mean, but I, mean, I think I, mean, I think I would the, love money, the Cowboys to look at him if the deal's cheap enough. But I mean, I don't know that you want him. I, I think he won't even sign. I think he would only sign with the Rams for a lower deal. But I think everywhere else he would probably no, look for at what, least one I'm saying. couple if, years. If you can't get him cheap, you know, it's, it's out of the question. Now. Your biggest need is a d, d- tackle right now. Yeah, would so wouldn't it, be it would a bad make, number two place. It would because he would at least be. He knows that's a competing location. I mean, there was there was he was an option. I think uh, this past free agency before signing with the Rams, the Cowboys were talking to him. Um, I remember it coming up that you know there was interest. So I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but it also I mean I don't think it's it's likely either. Um, moving on, what do you think about Brandon Graham? Um, I actually want to talk a little bit about Preston Smith. Oh, go for Preston Smith. I think he's actually a other uh, for the Niners. I think that's what I was going to say. I think that's my position. I think I think you you want to come out of the draft with an edge player and uh, sign you know one guy to a big. I don't think he's going to get as big of a deal as other edge players. He's still young. He's twenty six. He I think he got eight to ten sacks every year the past couple seasons. Mm Um, I don't understand why the Redskins are letting him go. I think it's a bonehead move. Um, so I think C.J. Mosley and uh, Preston Smith are, are Niners. All right, I, I think um, C.J. Mosley could go either way, but I think Preston Smith, without a doubt, is definitely the guys you end up signing. He's my Niners prediction for this, um, now, this part of the podcast. Ziggy and Sonya is my backup one, and I don't want to offer. I'd have to offer him one year deal like like Sue had last year. Um, he's in his he's thirties already. Uh, he has not been injured. The year that he had a big uh, sack total, I believe he got six of them on one game. Um, I was and so eh. um, our assistant GM is Martin Mayhew, who drafted him in Detroit. There's that connection. So I I would hate it if it's a one year deal. Um, if it's one year, twelve million. One year, fourteen million. I think that's a good deal. You do not sign him for a long-term contract. He's not at that point worth it. Where I would, I would personally rather have Brandon Graham than, uh, Z- you know, Ziggy and Sonya. But if it's a long-term contract, yeah. No, Brandon Graham's gonna want, gonna probably get a lot. Where do you think Ziggy's gonna go? Uh, Ziggy, I mean, any team that needs an edge rusher, the Cowboys will be interested in him. I'm sure the Colts will be interested in him. I'm sure the Raiders will be interested in him. If I oh, the Raiders are good. If I had place. to pick a team, I would probably say maybe the Bucks or the Jets. Just because, like I said, they're get, those teams got a lot of holes, and they're going to have to patch them up soon. I think Brandon Graham is my Raiders pick. I think they go out and look for a, a really good veteran to come, you know, get that D-line going. Um, their D-line was trash, man. They were last in the league in sacks. Uh, Mac, Khalil Mack had more sacks than all of the Raiders team, you know, combined last yeah. season. I think you go get someone you know he's going to work hard. He knows the struggle. He's an undersized edge player. Um, so I think you bring him in. Um, you're probably hoping, you know, Josh Allen falls to you. If not, you go get uh, Farrell or Polite. Um, those are probably my, my options. I think, again, with the 49ers and, and the Raiders, you go sign an edge and you go draft an edge. Yeah. It may not be at four, but it might be at, you know, later in the draft. I mean, later in the first because they have three picks. But both, both of those teams definitely are going to need, a, like I said, that, that, that my top three teams as far as um, that are going to probably need a lot, like in the one free agency and draft probably isn't even going to fix them. Um, the Bucks, the Jets, and, um, and the Raiders. I think those teams are without a doubt the teams that need the most. I mean, the Raiders just literally traded Khalil Mack for basically, I mean, don't get wrong, a good deal, but I mean, like you traded one of the best mm-hmm. fucking players in the fucking league. Now, I mean, it makes no sense to Now, uh, Raiders fans are still wondering on. what happened. <laughs> Tevon Coleman, um, this will be a last one unless Chase wants to throw one in there randomly, but Tevin Coleman, his stats are not that off from Bells. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to end up getting about 10. I think... Uh, McKinnon type of contract. I think he'll he'll. I think the Bucks. I think they need. I don't think you can rely just on Ronald Jones, who we've never seen uh-huh. perform well. So what what was your opinion on Tevin Coleman? On uh, Tevin Coleman, um, look, 
the Cowboys aren't going to bring back Rod Smith. Um, they're going to have some money to spend. They're not going to have the most money to spend. They're probably going to be able to get maybe Earl Thomas and maybe one other low-key guy. But um, and unless they make some crazy shit happen, you know, so it's going to be pretty crazy. But, I mean, if there's a guy that maybe if you can get on the right deal, Tevin Coleman would be nice. He'd be a very nice compliment to Zeke. I mean, they could really use it. He, he, would, ha- he would give a lot. If you're going to give a, ru- a snap to a running back that's not Zeke, he would basically fit that mold. Now... Yeah, the big thing is where the money is coming from. Yeah, exactly. And I think I would rather go and... I, like I said, if I choose between Earl Thomas and him, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Earl yeah. Thomas all day. So, now, I, mean, I think... It's going to be tough. He did He did not play very well last season, I thought, as the starter. Yeah. Um, But he's still young. He he's, has... He's maybe more men as a backup role. He also has he a shitty coach. A shitty offensive coordinator last season. No more, but... Yeah. Um, I, think, I think the Bucks are a good spot, and I think if he won't... Goes to a team like the Colts because with the Bucks or he's not he's gonna be the starter but he's gonna be in a you know he's gonna sub in with Ronald Jones yeah which who knows what that turns into um but do you have a player um actually I kind of want to talk about Golden Tate um there's a few teams I think could definitely use him um the Browns are probably one I could see them pairing him maybe with Jarvis Landry and giving that, them another solid receiver there especially with Nick Joku coming out and then they got a Duke Johnson or Duke Johnson Nick Chubb uh, that's a freaking beast so I mean that would give him more power power for that offense Baker Mayfield another weapon to throw to and probably a guy that he can you know throw slants mm-hmm. to um, uh, but, but a team yeah. I, I want to throw out there and the reason I want to talk about Golden Tate is because look the Cowboys they they don't necessarily need a receiver. Mike brought up earlier t- uh, when we were talking that they should go after and get another receiver, maybe Antonio Brown. So, I mean, it, if you're going to maybe go for that route, maybe if you don't go Brown, I mean, Tate would not be a bad option. You pair him with Gallup and Amari Cooper, that that's three headed monsters. I'm curious man. what his value is on the market right I mean, now. That's going to be the key. What, what I think he did not have a... He did not have a... He didn't play very well at all with the well, Eagles. Well, well the only, he had two good games. He had the playoff... Uh, the yeah. playoff game was good and then like the last couple games of the season... I, he, he played decent out, with the Lions but he was injured beginning of the season. I had him on my fantasy team. I uh, kind of <sighs> got screwed by that. With year, Golden but, yeah. Tate, he did make some comments saying that he would love to pay the, play for the Patriots. I think... Right. So I'm gonna go with that. I mean, the Patriots, like I said, if they I, need an actual team, I mean that the Patriots are another one of those I teams think that I think makes sense. Golden Tate has great hands. Um, they like the smaller mold receiver for whatever reason. Um, I think he goes there. I don't know what the contract looks like. Probably two, three years for thirty-six million, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Patriots will def, pay, Patriots will play will play a play. They will pay a premium for one position in free agency this year and probably for the next couple free agencies, and that's wide receiver. And I think you only want to give Tom Brady more weapons. I look at it this way. They haven't drafted a receiver that succeeded in so long. I think go we'll, go get a receiver. Was last one like what, Corey, Corey Brown or something? Um, I know they I or feel De- like or, De- or Deion, Bra- Deion Branch. Something like no, I know Deion Branch they signed from the Seahawks. Okay, so he was never on there. Yeah. Like, I, oh, no, no, you're right, you're right. I think it's the branch and they traded him to the Seahawks. And then he came back. And then he came back. Yeah, I think that's um, for a first round pick. Yeah. Sorry. Make, no, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah. Also throw in there Teddy Bridgewater. Um the Saints, I believe, traded a third round pick for him. You know, I got the perfect spot for Teddy Bridgewater. Go to Tampa Bay. They need a quarterback. Jameis Winston probably isn't the answer. You sit a year, you maybe sign a two year deal, you you play behind him, and if he struggles, you go get your opportunity. In the worst case, you go get the money. I think his out. best location is. It may, not, it may not be the best location for him, but I think that that would be a. I know, think the Redskins are his best location. He doesn't have right a great there. arm. He has decent accuracy. Um, I think even though you're playing with fire because he has the ACL that he tore years ago, um, but he's proven that he could take a hit. Um, I think. I think the Redskins are a best option. I don't think you they have what? to pay him more. You I think what? they have to pay him one year, ten mil. Why not Miami? Miami's another option. Why not Miami? Um, if we're being real, maybe the Giants should fucking sign. Well, I don't think the Giants. I, I think I think Eli's the starter with and the, probably, with the first round pick, and, and they probably him. draft Dwayne Haskins. I think they draft Haskins in one or two, or Murray. I don't think they draft Murray. I, I hope. I really don't want them to draft Murray. I would hate I don't to see root that. against Kyler Murray. In the you know, I'm really thinking the Giants made a mistake with Gettleman as their 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 GM. 
Um, but I do have a bad feeling the Cowboys are going to be playing either against Nick Foles next year in the division or uh, no, I don't Haskins think, or Murray. I don't think. I think it'll be Teddy, Teddy and Haskins joining I, that I'd team. I'd be fine with that. that. Dak's still the best quarterback in the um, division. I think you cannot go into the season. Like, you should fire your, your general manager, everybody, if they go into the season with Colt McCoy as your starter. You know the guy is going to last a quarter and a half. You're going to go 2-14 and 14, unless you're... you're your dream is to you know go get a top quarterback next year. Yeah. You're not you don't go into the year with that shit at quarterback. That reminds me of the times when we had Sean Hill as the 49ers quarterback. Ridiculous. You can't go with that. I think they go back. Oh, the old Quincy Carter and Vinny Testaverde days. Mm-hmm. Good times as a Cowboys fan. Um, so with that, we're over an hour. This Amazing. is the first hour long podcast. If you listen past this, tweet us. Saying, I love Chase Aguirre. Hashtag, I love Chase Aguirre at Chase Aguirre. And we will send you a special prize. No, we, no won't. we won't. We don't have anything. Mike, what the hell? If you that? offer us money, no, shut up, Mike. We will send you a, Stop. a prostitute. I'm just kidding. Can you please? <laughs> have a good day, guys. Have Bye. a good day, guys.